Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our examinations of the words of Jesus, particularly looking at the parables that he taught. But we've chased a considerable rabbit right here, and it's really not a rabbit. We're setting the context for what's going to be the next parable that we'll see over Matthew 25. And we've been looking at Matthew chapters 23, chapter 24, and we're in chapter 24 right now. Remember what happened here in 24. Four of the disciples, according to one of the other Gospels, came to Jesus and asked him some questions. They said, when will these things occur and what will be the sign of your coming again and of the end of the age? And then from verse 4 through verse 14 of Matthew 24, Jesus uh, starts to answer and he gives a panoramic overview of the balance of time. And so that's the big picture answer. Then in verse 15, he picks up and he starts giving details as to the answers. And then later on, he's going to start giving some uh, uh, some visual pictures about some things and some parable pictures. In verse 15, remember what he says, Therefore, so in light of all this, when you see the abomination of desolation, which was spoken of through Daniel the prophet, standing in the holy place, let the reader understand. Then verse 16, Then those who are in Judea must flee to the mountains. So look at the big picture here. Jesus is saying, Therefore, in light of everything I've just said, those who are in Judea, when they see that abomination of desolation, you need to flee to the mountains. And you have this little word, then, T-H-E-N, which is reiterated. So verse 26, he says, then those in Judea flee to the mountains. And he talks about, you know, don't stop at the house, don't stop in the field, that kind of thing. Then verse 21, he says, for then there will be a great tribulation such as not occurred since the beginning of the world until now, nor ever will. So you see this little thing which sort of uh, gives us the idea that we're moving along a timeline. So therefore, when you see this one thing, then do this. Then after this thing happens, here's what's going to happen. There's going to be a great tribulation. And we've looked at this in previous episodes, but be reminded that this is unlike anything that has occurred or will occur again. Verse 22, Jesus says this, Unless those days had been cut short, no life would have been saved, nor no flesh. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be cut short. So it's for the sake of the elect that the days of the great tribulation will be cut short. And uh, we talked a little bit about that. We'll talk more about it when we get down the road, okay? But just remember what Jesus says right here. And he's speaking about the elect, okay? That's sort of interesting. Uh, we're about to see that phrase again in another verse. It sort of builds upon this. Verse 23, he continues with the then. The first word is then. Then, if anyone says to you, behold, here is the Christ, or there he is, do not believe him. So again, Jesus is building sort of on this timeline. It says, if you see this, then you can know this has happened. If you see this, now he's saying what? If anyone says to you, here is the Christ, or there he is, don't believe him. You know, are there people today that do that? <laughs> oh, gosh. It's a very common thing, is it not? Very, very common. 
people come along and uh, declare that they themselves are the Christ, that they themselves are the Messiah. Other people come along and point to somebody and say, oh, he's the one, he's the one. And Jesus is saying, no, no, no. If someone says, here is the Christ, or there he is, don't believe him. And he tells us why in verse 24. For false Christ and false prophets will arise and will show great signs and wonders so as to mislead, if possible, even the elect. Wow, now think about that for a second, okay? He's saying, here's what's going to happen. If someone says, oh, the Christ is over there, or the Christ is here, he says, don't believe them. Now remember their original question was what? What is this going to be the sign of your coming again and of the end of the age? He's telling them, don't believe people when they say that person is the Christ or the Christ is over here or the Christ is over there. He's in this hidden room. He's on this mountaintop. Don't believe that. We'll see in a few verses what we can know and what we are to look for and actually what the answer to the question is. We will see what the sign is because there will be a sign. But know what Jesus says right here in verse 24. For false Christ and false prophets will arise. Now, these false Christs and these false prophets are going to do two things. They're going to arise, okay, which means they'll come forth. They'll come forth. And they will show. And that word show literally means give. So they will arise and they will show. They're going to show great signs and wonders so as to mislead, if possible, even the elect. That word for sign is uh, attesting miracles, <clears throat> miracles that attest to a truth that you are sharing or that you're propagating. That phrase, attesting miracles, is an interesting little phrase that's actually used today in theological writings to undermine the veracity of the Word of God and the gifts of the Spirit. Because people will sit there and they'll say, oh, well, there's certain gifts of the Spirit, like, you know, signs, the signs and wonders things, uh, the ones that are supernatural. Those were given in the first century because the apostles needed to have these attesting gifts to prove what they were saying. Well, if they had to have that, do we not have to have it likewise? Well, the thing is, they didn't have to have that because what they had was the gospel message and the power of God. But the Lord did move in signs and wonders, and the Lord still moves in signs and wonders. But what is the deal here? You're going to see that false Christ and false prophets will show great signs and wonders. They will. A sign is like a miracle that points you to something. It's an indication of something. And wonders, you know, you can be cute with it. Wonder is something that makes you wonder. <laughs> it makes you marvel at something, Okay. And they're going to be showing these great signs and wonders. So what is their goal? What is the purpose of showing great signs and wonders? The Lord tells us point blank, so as to mislead, if possible, even the elect. The purpose of these false Christs and false prophets is to mislead people, to mislead the world, to mislead the elect. Jesus says to mislead, if possible, even the elect. The idea behind this is that it's not possible to mislead the elect. The elect, or the elect, the word literally means chosen ones. The chosen ones are chosen by God, but they might be tempted. They're going to be sitting there going, what is this about? How can this be? Because 
folks, false Christs and false prophets will manifest great signs and great wonders, and the world will buy into it, and the world will think that they are the Messiah when they are the exact opposite of the Messiah. Or shall we say they are the anti-Christ? Exactly. Let me read this one last verse here, just in closing. Verse 25, Jesus says this, Behold, I have told you in advance. Whoa, that's probably a really good word for us in all things within the Scripture. Behold, I have told you in advance. He's saying this, I have let y'all know this in advance. Remember this. Be aware of this. Don't be shocked by this. I have told you this in advance. Like I said before, the red writing you see in Matthew 24 and 25 come out of a really simple question. Disciples just want to know when this stuff's going to happen, what's going to be the sign of your coming again and of the end of the age. The Lord gave them a whole lot more than they were anticipating, did he not? <laughs> well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, as always, share with one another about these times. Share with your family members and friends and help them get online. Show them how to access a podcast, right? If the Lord moves upon your heart to help to support these times, I thank you so much. Uh, go to my website. It's dalemore.tv. And you'll see a Patreon link at the top of the main blog page right there where you can go support us. Again, I thank you so much, and I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.